Hello and welcome to another Thought with the Ringmaster. Anyone that's followed me for a while knows that uh, I'm a major uh, advocate for uh, collaborating with other people. Uh, that's the whole basis of our show, basically. Uh, no person's an island. You can't. Uh, you could sort of do it on your own, but it's not really the quality or the enriching experience uh, as opposed to uh, actually working with others, getting ideas and input and then also seeing other people's skills and that and putting it together into uh, something that for you guys out there to enjoy. Um, I've been lucky enough, I've had experience both as a contributor and as a content creator, so <clears throat> yes, collaboration is a wonderful experience but also has a few pitfalls. So with this video I want to maybe give a few tips from both angles to try and make the process uh, a bit smoother so to speak and maybe try and formulate your thoughts before you maybe decide to go into something like this, collaborating with another. So I suppose first of all as a contributor because that's how I started out with this show. I contributed to uh, another person and uh, just as a one-time segment that was doing a few other things. I suppose the first thing to remember is it's their show, it's their platform. So yes, you might have ideas, uh, you might have thoughts, but just remember they're they're the person uh, steering the thing. They might give you a bit of an area, a segment, whatever it is, but in the end it's their overall show. I think uh, sometimes people forget that. I've forgotten it at times. Um, because you get came to your segment, you're building it, you want to progress yourself, and sometimes it can lead to button heads, which is something we want to avoid at the end of the day, because negativity, clashing of personalities, doesn't lead to good creativity. Um, it takes away from it, and if you're concentrating more about getting your point across, butting your head with someone else, then you're not really flowing that well. I, I don't find anyway. I know there's a lot of, technically with the American audience, um, rap battles, fucking all this antagonistic stuff, people just love poking at each other, but it gets draining after a while, so you want to kind of avoid that. Uh, the other thing as well, have a clear conversation about how much you're prepared to commit. When you contribute to another show, they are setting aside part of their time for you, so you need to be clear about how much you're going to be able to contribute. So. If it's a once once a month show, once a week, um, how often are you going to be involved or be able to produce your segment? Because if you fail in that, then you're putting the content creator under pressure. They're then going to have to source somebody else, come up with something off the cuff, which is not as good as something you've actually planned out and prepared to do. Um, sometimes it works, but you don't want to do that too often. It just starts to degrade the whole show. So if you're uh, not clear about how often you're going to contribute and they think you're going to be contributing more, that can lead to problems. So have that clear conversation. Also, if things change because life happens, once again, have that conversation about, okay, yes, I was submitting once a month. I can't do that anymore. Maybe once a quarter. Maybe special times out, you know, I mean, have the conversation. It just makes uh, for a much smoother flow with the, the actual episodes. Uh, another thing to consider, even before you begin to contribute, because there's usually two ways either you approach the content creator, or the content creator approaches you or gives out a general um, call for contributors. Um, 
make sure you fit with the show. There's every show, every uh, podcast, anything like that has its own unique style. Uh, yes, I've talked about before about just the carbon copies, but if you're anyway with your salt, you'll avoid those. You, you want to go with the original content anyway, but make sure that you actually fit with, you know, the show has particular humour or a particular flow or a certain narrative. And if you don't fit with that, you're not going to last too long. So there's no point even trying. Um, if it's just for the sake of getting yourself out there, it's not going to work in the long run. You'll actually do yourself harm. So look at the show itself. And it's not a personality. You can get on with a person that creates the content, but just don't fit up with it. There's no point in you going into a talk show or a podcast about cooking if you don't cook. Just an example. Um, so just take, take that. And this is once again about being honest with yourself. Um, have that long critical look at yourself. Be honest with yourself about who you are. Once you do that, you can move forward. You can create content. You can collaborate with others. I suppose the other thing as well to consider is if you're going to be late, if you're going to fall behind or you need to step back a bit, talk to the content creator. There is nothing worse than somebody that just goes radio silent. Now, yes, it can be embarrassing. Yes, you may feel like you've let the person down, but you will let them down more if you don't actually talk to them. So, uh, if you're being aloof, if you're not being contactable, that it's not going to work. And another thing will be, be contactable. Have at least use the platform. The content creator have a particular platform that's easiest for them to use. Should it be social media, text, email, whatever else. Even if it's not your personal, if you don't want to personally use the platform, it's a good idea to even set up a temporary profile just for the purpose of content creation. It just makes it a lot easier, um, especially when it comes to things like group messages and content. You know, if there's more than one contributor to a show, it's easier for the content creator. He or she can get in touch with everybody at once. Um, trying to be uncontactable or you need to email me or ring me only or you can only contact me in a special way, you're just setting yourself up for a fall. You're just making it difficult. If you're a difficult person to work with, it doesn't matter even in uh, Hollywood, like even less celebrities, if they become known as somebody who's difficult to work with, people don't want to work with them because at the end of the day, the greater uh, creation of the content is more important than the individual. So another thing about lack of ego, you know, if you've, if you really need to have your ego stroked that time by having the content creator chase you, you, you know what I mean? You're, you're kind of letting yourself down. On the other side, if you're a content creator, uh, it's important in the reverse to have the same uh, clear-cut communication with uh, your contributors. So once again, have a look at who, before you approach somebody, um, like usually you've either seen them online, you've seen some work they've done, or you've put out a general call, but have a look at the person. Are they going to be a good fit? There's no point approaching somebody for the sake of it just to get content if they're not going to be a good fit for your show or podcast. It'll just, once again, it'll just lead to problems uh, in the long run. So you kind of want to preempt a lot of this stuff beforehand. A lot of the preparation, as I said, before you even get to the putting an episode together is vital. Uh, so have the chat with the person, uh, check them out before you even talk to them, have the chat with the person about what sort of stuff they've done, and then make sure they're good fit first. Um, be realistic with your expectations. There's, uh, it's really easy 
to get into the trap and I've fallen into it too is you're excited for the show you want to push you want to get uh, things out you kind of forget yourself somebody starts off a level you start leaning on them more you, you need to take that step back every so often because you end up burning out your contributor they're they feel like you're demanding rather than collaborating and you don't really want that uh, that kind of environment it doesn't help and be clear as well about how much you expect of them can, to contribute so if you're looking for somebody to produce a regular segment uh, once a month, once a week, whatever it is, be clear with them about that because if they don't know and then all of a sudden you're becoming more demanding of their time and they haven't set aside the time to do that there, that's going to cause problems and you're going to lose that contributor. And at the end of the day, yes, it's your show. Contributors bring something else to the table. You have a completely different personality. You have a completely different thought and it's a wonderful thing to see like many segments within your show with your contributors it just adds that flavor and uh, helps the whole thing sort of grow and uh, uh, become more uh, rounded dealing with uh, criticism uh, being another thing as a content creator if you're not happy with something ripping into somebody and you know slagging them off or telling them it's complete shit or whatever else is going to get you absolutely nowhere yes we all have standards yes we want to put out the best product we can but if you're going to start patting people like you even in the workplace it's not acceptable to do that if you know yourself if you want somebody working with you if they're motivated they're going to work with you more if all they're getting is hassle from you and you're slagging off oh not good enough don't do this you can give a few pointers here and there you can have a discussion but uh, if you start uh, just absolutely laying into people whatever else you're once again you're going to lose contributors and don't forget if you start getting that uh, it's the same as uh, as i said as a contributor if you get the reputation of being somebody who's difficult to work with no one's going to want to touch you with a barge pole so you're not only going to lose that contributor you're going to lose potential other contributors to your show which if you're relate like particularly the satanic player society 100 relies on contributors Yes, I can sit and do these videos, but this is more of a, a side project, but the, the show itself, I wouldn't have a show at all if it wasn't for the contributors. And every as every opportunity, I remind them that they are important because they are. It's, uh, it's their show as much as mine. I just happen to put it together. So as a content creator, you need to be aware of that as well, that these people are helping you out. Bit of gratitude now and again goes a long way and once again keeps them motivated also don't take credit for other people's work if a contributor is on a show and they have done something and they've put it together give them the credit for doing it there'd be nothing worse than somebody uh saving the work as well that somebody's uh, knocked their pan and they've put a lot of effort into something and then you're just absorbing it and passing it off as your own you'll f not only will you lose the person but you'll get a lot of bad feelings well for that so where where possible build it into the show where you actually give the person uh, credit give the opportunity as well to promote their projects um their you know what i mean anything they've got going if you can fit into the show or you've got a mechanism for example uh through the web page we have all the contributors uh listed those that have avatars have their own page it all links back to their websites every episode you scroll down below it, you'll see every contributor taking part any material of used is there available to buy so every opportunity you can you're saying right this is what these guys have done this is this is how you can go and support them so 
as a content creator, make sure you do that. I suppose finally as well, remember, your uh, contributors have a life as well. They have their own projects. They come first. If you have come to a person because of the project that they have done and you've seen it and liked it, well, remember that that's their project. That's always going to come first. Don't try to override it. So if you start wanting to uh, get more demand or if you want more uh, contributions from them or you want to expand the show, have a talk first. Make sure um, that they have set enough time as I to do it or try and plan into the future. Um, there's nothing worse than I want something next week or, you know, just constantly pushing like now, now, now. If you want to give that person a bit of time so that they have, first of all, work on their own projects, their own life, they're then giving you some of their time. So make sure that you as well plan out accordingly that you're giving them the time to do it. I suppose the final thing is, from both perspectives, is just be on time with deadlines. If, for example, you're contributing to a show and you need a, they need your material by a certain date, make sure you get in early if possible to give the content creator um, more time. As a content creator, if you're putting a show out, make sure you put it out in a date. Don't, uh, don't gather in material from somebody and then don't bother to use it. Obviously, once there is plan ahead and you let them know, but you let the person know that you're going to do it. And then when you do, make sure that they know that, yes, this episode's coming out. Um, there's nothing worse than somebody contributing to something and then never seeing the light of day. So finally, just, you know, make sure you have your own time set aside to put the stuff together. Make sure that you get the episodes out when, as and when possible or as to your schedule. So I hope that was a bit useful, a uh, bit of a longer video this time, but uh, <laughs> a bit more in depth uh, this time, but I hope you get something from it and uh, good luck, get out there and do it.